Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eschen, Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And by Zen Wisdom, what what I have been meaning is eternal wisdom, clarity, simplicity, and basically authenticity, honesty. You know, we can practice any practice in, a, in different contexts, with a different goal in mind, a different aim in mind, or a different orientation. And I'm not saying one is better than another, but they're different. And it's very important to know what do we mean when we say a word or when we do something. What do we mean, really? Different people have different languages even though we have the same language, the same words, we may speak the meaning and what it means to us, what we want to communicate may be very different. It's very interesting. I think that's why there's such an enormous amount of confusion and conflict, unnecessary conflict, unnecessary. And because if things were really truly clear, boom, if we communicated to be clear, and we do, we think we do, but once again, it's a very fascinating phenomena. What we think we're, we're saying, the other person may not hear it that way, and often they don't. And often we don't even know what we're really saying, what, what the real communication is. It's way beyond words <clears throat> and phrases, way beyond words and phrases. There's a saying, who you are, speak so loud, I cannot hear what you say. I've always been very taken by that. Because who we are is speaking, is communicating a lot. We are communicating non-verbally in so many ways. And it can be so powerful that we don't even hear what somebody says with words or very, very often who we are contradicts what we're saying, doesn't embody it, doesn't express it. So it's very easy to say this, that, and the other thing, but the real speech, mm, I love that phrase, the real speech is not in words from the Zen point of view. And... It just isn't in our life as well. The birds speak to us when they when they sing. The trees are speaking. The snowstorm is speaking. We are being addressed all the time. But do are we here for it? Do we hear it? And can we make a response, an appropriate response? It's very, very understandable that rather than receiving a communication, the essential, the true communication. We, we, we listen to all the chatter and what we think the person's going to say and what we want them to say, on and on. Or who we think, who we think they are, not who they really are being in that moment. There's a very big difference between the two. And we surround everybody we meet with an image, an idea, a label maybe. Maybe we've heard many rumors or things about them and that's added on. 
to the way we perceive them. <clears throat> There's, it's very complicated, but it's essentially very simple because who we are is speaking and the other one on a deep level receives the truth of the message of who that person is. And they also get, get caught in the contradictions. Many contradictions. So what do we do when we sit on the cushion? Eliminating the contradictions. You could call it the hypocrisy, the games, the roles, the fantasies, the images, just occupying who we really are and this moment, occupying the moment, occupying the reality of what's happening right now. Not what's in our mind about what might happen later or what did happen. Just we're occupying our life. The truth and the way we're truly seeing it and responding to it. Just by becoming really aware of that, how we're really seeing something, how we're hearing it, how we're responding, we change and it changes. The awareness does the job, does it, that's all. It's not like we can figure it out. It's not like we can manipulate it or maneuver things. The In the silence and the non-reactivity, we're not reacting, we're sitting quietly no matter what. And we're occupying whatever comes. Then we're aware of it and that awareness does the rest. So our work in this matter is very simple in Zen practice. It's very direct and very simple. We occupy the truth of who we are at that moment and what's arising and what we just occupy it. We're with it. We become it. We're not split. And I would say this is one of the great pains of life. You can call it conflict or duality, or you could call it the divided heart or being split. That is the great pain and the great waste of time and energy living our life in such conflict. Part of me thinks that, part of me thinks this, part of me wants that, part of me wants this. Many of us searching, what's the truth? Where should I really be and go? What's the real truth here? That's a very ancient koan and question that we have lived with throughout centuries. It's the material for all theater, for, for writing, for art, for philosophy, for discussions, for debates. What's the truth? What's the real? We all want that, to know that. What's the path to walk upon? which will lead to, to the truth, to what's right, to what's good. And, and then, unfortunately, of course, we fight others who have different, <laughs> different pathways or different ideas about it. We fight them, which, I can, which is sad. It's very sad. It's very, it keeps us more and more in defending our truth, wanting everybody else to take on our truth, that actually takes you away from your life and from what's real. Great embroilment in what's happening outside in the world in that respect, in that way. Moment by moment, 
this is what is here. Just, just facing that moment by moment, this is what is here. And just facing it, taking it, embracing it. I like the word embracing it. It's on the direction of loving it. Because in fact, in really in fact, when we can embrace and love each moment, take it, occupy it, live it, our sense of splitness, dividedness, hopelessness disappears. It's not so complicated, but it may be difficult to actually do and practice because we're so trained in another direction. So this practice is basically an offering of coming home. Coming home, what does that mean? Coming back to the moment, to ourselves, to what's real. So what's happening What's happening? That implies a process. It implies that we are living in a process, moment by moment. And as we allow that process to flow through us, and as we go along, flow through the process of who we are in the moment, what's happening, in a very vividly awake way, Not only do conflicts disappear, but awareness, clarity, more and more clarity comes. You know, it's very understandable to search for understanding and clarity in endless books, 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 reading, reading. And I myself, I love to read and study. I always have and I probably always will. I surely always will. However, and there's nothing wrong with that, I I receive a lot of very interesting Hours and clarity and joy and stimulation and thinking and I don't mean obsessing, but taking different things as koans. I learn a lot. I love to study. I'm not saying no studying, but not to substitute that for living. To take whatever we study and learn and make it into our flesh and bones, as they say in Zen. Make it alive and real. Live it. Don't just think about it or absorb it or dwell upon it. In this life, we have the great opportunity and gift of taking whatever we think, whatever we know, whatever we learn, whatever we hope, and making it real, bringing it to life, making it alive for ourselves and in our relationships and seeing actually, seeing the truth of it, seeing how it actually works out when we actually live it. So it's a very, it's a very interesting and a very actually endlessly interesting, fascinating process to do this. Sometimes we're very hurt by things. Sometimes we're very, very thrilled. Sometimes we're just surprised. Sometimes we can't put it together at all, and that's fine. That's just the next moment. I can't put this together. Okay. Allow that. may take a few days to put it together, a few hours, a few years. You may never put it together. It doesn't really 
what you do is just allow, allow everything to come as it does. Some people will say, well, it means I don't have standards, I don't have ideals. I don't. Ideals maybe, but standards, of course you do, because inherently, innately, we all know our own pathway. We all know what's constructive and beneficial. We all know what isn't. We just can't live in accordance with that because there's so much plastered on top of it, so much Unnecessary confusion, doubt, pressure, conditioning. So when we let that subside more and more, then our own inner knowingness must and does arise and guides us infallibly. Guides us. Comes from deep within and it's there all the time. I, I think I've been saying these things a million times over and over. <laughs> I, I really thank you for listening and I appreciate the opportunity to share with you and to, to speak up a little bit. We all need to speak up, speak out, whatever it is that is most vital and to share it, to share it. Even with one person, two people, three people, that doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's about connecting to the reality of the world. Within and without. Both. Same thing. In our being willing to share it or to speak out or to explore it with others, we are enhancing it and enhancing ourselves. So then it's not a practice of hiding away or of isolating or of rejecting the world, so to speak, or transcending anything. It's not. You know, it's very, most of the time we don't know what we're doing in this practice or on the cushion. We just sit and depending on what different teachers say, we go along. That's okay. As these are all stages in our practice. Whatever comes along, it's okay. Because, you know, in a sense, you cannot do anything wrong on the cushion and in your practice because whatever comes up, comes up. But it's, it's inevitable, it's natural. We learn from it and we breathe out and go forward. You can't do anything wrong, but you also can't do anything right. <laughs> it's not about right and wrong. It's just whatever comes, learning from it, taking it, and allowing, allowing life to be our teacher. Allowing everything that happens to strengthen us, to guide us, and to teach us what's beneficial, what's good, and what's needed in the moment. So I thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a really beautiful day. Uh, the URL for this is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you wish to reach me for any reason, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you very much.